Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I'm going to do something different today because, frankly, it would take me a lot of time to cut and paste this all into a PowerPoint, and I'm just scrolling through it right now. But I think that this Vicky Goforth Parnell has heard from the Lord on this, and I think it's very important we discuss it. And I'll discuss it and explain as we go through. But it's called A Nation, A World That Forgets God, End Results Dream. And it was given to her March 24th of 2022, Vicki Goforth Parnell. Now, remember, this is the lady that also said that the Seven Thunders said, release the giants, and that was confirmed by another person. So I believe she's hearing from God, and there is one point in there I need to explain. So let's go on down now and look at actually what she said into the dream. So I'm going to skip a little bit of this in case you do find this at 444prophecynews.com is where I pulled this off of. That's not her website. But anyway, it says, she says, It started with me as a woman of great importance. I know this because there is secret service all around me. The sound of sirens can be heard as I'm being rushed into a Hummer-type vehicle that looks like, to me, could withstand a nuclear blast. We begin speeding away to a secret location not far away. I hear one of the Secret Service men say in the front passenger seat, speaking through a type of mobile phone, but not a cell phone. I hear... Package secured, ETA, two minutes. I can feel myself panicking, but I speak with a strong voice. Is this the presence? Is the president secure? What about the rest of our staff? Not all secured, the man inside replied. The Secret Service man in the front spe- seat speaks again. Madam, hold on, this is going to get rough. How long? How long until we're hit, I ask. He replied, ETA, three minutes. With this information, the driver gunned gunned the vehicle, and we went speeding into a hidden location. Now, in my opinion, based upon reading all of this and all of the prophecies that I know in 28 years of doing this, I think that this is a picture just before the Russians attacked. Remember, Dimitri was told the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government would be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack and defeat America in one day and one hour, so great riches will come to naught. My opinion, this is three minutes until the bombs hit. That's how much time we have here in this, this particular picture. He, he replied, ETA, three minutes. With this information, the driver, driver gunned the vehicle. We went speeding into a hidden location. They had taken me from my home, I remember, but my family hadn't been there. What about my family? We're trying, madame. The Secret Service man looked over at the driver and gave him a hard look. I knew they didn't have my family secured. This hidden location is apparently in Washington, D.C. We are here. The Hummers stopped moving. I practically dragged out of the vehicle in haste to get me to safety. They actually take me through tunnels, and even though I can feel in my gut that we have been hit already, meaning America has already been bombed, by a missile or a weapon, we are safe for the moment. We are deep underground, and I'm led to a well-stocked military government bunker. You'll be safe here, madame. One of the Secret Service men said to me reassuringly, upon entering, I looked around at this massive big building and commented, I didn't realize these bunkers are so big. They're they're like cities, madam. He says, they're like cities, madame, uh, or madam, uh, small cities. Some are even larger than this one. I see. I responded as the man led me to briefing room. There were already well-known officials sitting around a large table. As soon as I entered, I began speaking. Situation update. Madam, 
A man said he had just jumped up from the table, papers in hand, and continued, D.C. has been hit as well as New York. But that's not all. What is it, Ryan? I ask in a sharp, worried voice. Madam, some of the underground bunkers have also been destroyed and some of the tunnels have been collapsed underground and people are trapped. There's no way to, uh, there's no way with all this going on that we should be able to get to them. You mean with all of our preparations, supplies, and careful plans, we're still not able to prevent such an atrocity from happening? I said angrily. No, madam, we're not. These weapons are not like the normal ones. It's like the hand of God himself has been behind each one, meaning... This is the fall of America, talked about in Revelation 18, Jeremiah 50, 51. Uh, what is it? I say, uh, let's see, what are the other ones? Isaiah 13, 21, and 47. Then I heard a voice in my dream say, now, this is one of the things that makes me believe that she's really hearing from God. Somebody says in a dream or a vision, they hear an audible voice like this. That's very unusual. And it's also very confirming that this is God. So I heard a voice in my dream say, those who have stored up their treasures and don't know me. It didn't say those that we shouldn't store up. It's saying that if we've stored up and we don't know him, we've wasted our time. Those who have stored up their treasures and don't know me, this day as thy soul is required from me as for many. Then what will you do with all you have stored unworthily? The scene changed. I find myself floating over a map of the United States, and I'm alone. I know it by the outline of the shape, although it's not exactly as it is now. But what I'm seeing, I don't really understand. It looks like all of this is covered from this viewpoint in the clouds, white clouds. And as I'm looking, I feel coldness. Then I hear the words, a season of cold has begun. A time of prolonged winter. A time of coldness upon your nation and world of winter. Now, it's about to get pretty tough in this particular dream. I do believe it's of God. I do believe it fits with everything I know. Um... One question, which we'll get to and discuss, I believe what has happened that, that at this point, the Russians have hit us. Now, in my opinion, that takes place about five months before the end of the tribulation, when Jesus returns for the second and final time. Now, you remember, he turn, returns the next time on first fruits, which we will call the, the second coming. And then the third coming is on Feast of Trumpets, which is the day that he destroys uh, the wicked, the tares, and we get our rewards. So now let's go on. I don't know if any of the parts of the world are as affected, because all I'm seeing is this is just my nation, meaning America. I do know this is an abnormal cold that happens sometimes after the strike colds, uh, the, an abnormal cold that happens sometimes after the strikes upon our nation with the weapons of mass destruction. Because it's so cold and a lot of people are homeless and have not shelter, or if they do, no electricity or heat, I see many people dead, lying everywhere due to the harshness of the outside elements and forces. Now, let me just say, I know some of you might be thinking, oh, Jesus would never do that. Oh, you know, the closer you get to Jesus, the more you find out his personality. And I will assure you, he can be very, very harsh. I recall the time that I, I actually said this to the Lord. I said, I'm shocked at how harsh and how hard you hit me over that. So if you think Jesus doesn't correct people, correct them very harshly, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for you because you've got a lesson that is on your way if you get close enough to him to where you're at that level. Let's go on. It is a time when we, America, is already fighting hard for our, our invaders, Russia, China, and others. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Stan. You, you said China wouldn't be a part of it. 
Well, I, I also said that there'd be a, a couple of parts in here that I don't totally agree with, and that's one of them, because maybe the angel told Dmitri that God would raise up China, Japan, Japan, and many of the nations that would go against the Russians and defeat the Russians. So here she says the invaders are Russia and China. So that part I don't agree with, but there's many other things to consider. Let's go on. America is already fighting hard, our invaders, Russia, China, and others, and they have already taken over parts of some of the states, but which one I'm not sure. I have this knowledge as I've entered into this part of the dream. I was, I was, it was a time there was no electrical power was available for most of the people anywhere except for the upper elite and in some military safe zones that were supposed to have been set up to help our people, unless you were a Christian. In other words, they weren't helping Christians. So this is a time after the Christian purge has been complete when most of the Christians have already been killed around the uh, globe, but especially America. The ragtag military had become judge, jury, and executioner, and the decisions were made by whomever happened to be on duty that day. Our government was militarized, but there were no more agencies like the CIA, FBI, or other legal agencies in existence at this time. Days were hard. The sun was scorching hot, a great difference from the prior coldness, but the nights were cold, harsh, and bitter at times. If you had a safe place to lay your head at night, you were considered blessed beyond all measure. At this dream, passed before my eyes, like a movie on a big screen, I saw our once proud nation had turned into one of lawlessness and chaos. So this is not immediate. I believe it's several years down the road after America has walked away from God even further than we already have. Remember, Revelation 18, it says, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power on the earth, was lightened with his glory, and he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, has become the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. So I don't think it's immediate. I don't think it's in the next few years. I think we've got some time. In my opinion, I think it's about, well, if the tribulation I'll say it this way. It's probably around six and a half years into the tribulation when this takes place. I've covered that, so I'll move on. Also, most of the animal life, except for a few, were gone. If this is after or before return of Jesus, now, see, you know, she's not a prophecy student like we are, but she's hearing from God uh, more so than I do. So, but in, in answer to this, this is about five months before Jesus returns. I'm talking about at the very end of the tribulation. My eyes traveled and stopped on a large group of people, both male and female, and I knew in this dream that they were assumed, that they assumed because they were a large number of people that would be safe. They were wrong. They had no choice but to lay in open to sleep because there were no more trees left standing in this location. The bombs and missiles had taken them all out. Most of the buildings, too. There was very little cover left for them to hide themselves in. There are many sick people among them by their appearances. So at this point, most of the Christians are gone. Most of the Christians, and it wasn't a rapture. Most of them are just dead. And by the way, that's okay. Be faithful unto death, and I'll give you a crown of life. Even though he had set up guards to watch and cover the perimeter, I saw another group of men and women enter boldly into the first group's camp. They dispatched the guards with brutality. Some had knives, while others had clubs to do the job. After killing the guards, both men and women of the second group would choose a person, or two, or three, and have their way with those whom they had been caught unaware sleeping on the ground. It is a horrible sight to behold. 
It did not matter the age of the person or whether they were male or female, or the abuse continued until everyone of the second group finally decided that they were done. Although each fought back valiantly, even though many were sick. Both groups of people were almost savage in their actions. Now, now this is a picture of those people that have taken the mark of the beast, both the ones, I mean, there's people taking the mark of the beast upon the people that are taking the mark of the beast. Uh, I do not believe this is a picture of the evil uh, having their way with the good because I believe Jesus is going to be protecting them uh, to a large degree. While it won't be a rapture, he's going to be protecting them. Let's go on, though. Uh, hardly traces of a great civilized people among them. They all appeared to not have bathed in a very long time. It was like the land had reverted back to the days of savagery. After the second group of people had their way with the first group, they would then pick up one or one of theirs, pick the one or ones who were the most frightened and terrified, then they would murder them for food. Okay, well, what does Revelation 18 say? It says, and they shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. Now, when I was memorizing Revelation, I, I really struggled with that. I thought, mm, what does that really mean? Well, the only other deeper understanding I could come of it is it means exactly what it says. There will come a time when they will eat people on the earth and burn them with fire, <laughs> cook and eat them. Uh, and that's not so out of context, because if you go back into the Old Testament, that was done, I mean, not often, but it was done in the Old Testament. Most frightened, terrified, they would murder them for food with the knives because they heard them say they're, 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 they eat, they're better eating. This, in my dream, I felt as the American people, after she had been humbled and brought low. This, I know, is after the invasion is in full swing. America is Babylon, and she has fallen. Oh, Jesus, this is so hard to see. Please help me. Daughter, you need to see. The story must be told of what happens when a nation, as a whole, forgets me and refuses to return. I heard my sweet Jesus say softly. Okay, remember Revelation also says, and She saith in her heart, I said a queen, and I'm in a widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall a plague come in one day, death, mourning, and famine. And she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. Because America falls, that America is supposed to be the Christian nation. We're supposed to be the one holding up the Bible, holding up the name of Jesus. Because we fell so far away from him and become the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean, hateful bird, this is what he will do. Now, this is not done to the Christians. I believe he's going to take care of the Christians. Matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, let me just take a second. Okay, I, I, uh, I, I've spent a lot of time in a prayer closet about this. I think God raised up josephskitchen.com to feed God's people. Let me say it again. I think God raised up josephskitchen.com to feed God's people so they wouldn't have to take the mark of the beast. More later. The savagery I know doesn't cover the land completely. As a first thought, I see that the Christians have managed to remain civilized in their actions and even had places to live. Are you listening to that? If you want some good news in this, and in this there's not a lot of good news, I'll read this again. I see that the Christians have managed to remain civilized in their actions and even had places to live or a shelter. God had provided for them a place of refuge. God had provided for them a place of refuge. And that's what I also think Joseph's Kitchen is. It's a place where people could go and get long-term storage food instead of nine or $10,000 a person, like most of the rest of the other ones are. It's a thousand bucks a head. $2,000 for two people in that kind of a ballpark. Go check it out. 
Well, let's go on. There's another group that those still fighting the war are invaders, the resistance fighters, and that was left to our government's military. But some of them, it turns out, were half-savage and half-civilized, too. The Christians would have a small community with their dwellings where somehow, even after the radiation of the missiles and bombs had poisoned the land and the water, were still able to grow gardens in areas they dwelt in. Their water was drinkable. Their food was not poisoned, nor the rain full of radiation fell on their crops, is what she's saying. In other words, God's supernaturally taking care of them. Now, that's not to say that there's not going to be a testing for the Christians, because we're all going to be tested. Okay, let's go on. It was like they were shielded with a barrier, which I call an angel barrier that filtered the rainwater. I also saw the presence of trees and animals among their lands. But those had had any type of food or supplies would find themselves periodically visited by the military or freedom fighters, and they would take a portion of their soldiers, and they would ask for their way to be blessed by the Christians. You got that. So the military is taking care of the Christians, and they're asking the Christians to bless the military. Christians, and to pray for our fallen nation, because they knew as long as these people were praying, the Christians, even though many of the soldiers didn't believe themselves, many battles they seemed then to win. Why? Because the Christians praying for them. It seemed like the soldiers almost feared the Christians because of the God they served who would perform miracles on their behalf that they couldn't explain and the people themselves were known to do miraculous exploits in their God's name, which of course is Jesus. This I knew in the dream as I watched all this displayed for my eyes. My heart is grieved and tears are in my eyes. It was like day and night. The difference in the people who served Jesus versus those that did not. Between those who were trying to survive on their own, outside of the government safety zones, and those who had been drawn together, the leading of the precious Holy Spirit. Most of the other people who had turned almost savage-like, I knew in this dream, couldn't even light a fire without lighters or matches. That is, if there were any trees or wood to be found in their areas, they roamed. Then my dream changed again. I found myself in an unknown land, so I asked my Jesus, Where am I? I heard his sweet voice say simply, China. In this dream, I knew that they were still a land of power and military, but there were no longer those who were in control. I saw that the city I was was at still had some type of electrical power. But then I began to travel quickly through the air to a large mountainous area made more of rock than trees. To see my, to my, I see to my surprise at the top of the mountain made of rocks in this area that has been cleared into a flat landing. There is a constructed wall that has what I can only describe in murals painted of dragons, angels, ancient gods. Now, look at this. This ties together. You see, remember the seven thunders? What they uttered was, release the giants. Okay, we're going back to the days of Noah. Remember, Jesus said, as in the days of Noah, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. So, and she's the one that got the seven uh, thunders say, release the giants. So, we, you know, we have to bend our ears for it. We have to understand. The only ones going to understand this, by the way, the only ones going to believe this are the ones that are pretty familiar with their Bible prophecy. Describe the murals painted dragons, angels, ancient giant, uh, gods and giants that appear to be worshipped as gods. Now, we know that they used to do that in Egypt, but apparently it's coming back. The wall looks very old. I see Chinese people all dressed plainly, carrying baskets and bowls of food and drink. My eyes followed them as I saw they were headed to a nearby building that looks like an ancient temple. There were no smiles on the people carrying the food and drink. 
and as they looked as if there was some type of zombie state. As they entered into the temple, I quickly stepped aside behind them. There are many other people inside, so as the group I followed continued toward the front of the room, I hid behind a column in the back where I could observe without being seen. That's when I noticed the giants, the Nephilim, in the front of the room. I see two sets of what looks like three thrones each, with one being set elevated higher than the other. The lower set is where the giants are located. Hmm. As in the days of Noah, it's coming back, you see, where the giants are located. There are three of them. Each have a different appearance than the other. But the one that caught my eye is the one standing in the center with a black head shaped like a long-nosed dog. It's the ancient Egyptian god Anubis, and he was dressed as in the pictures in the ancient Egyptian clothing. The other two giants were sitting on the outer thrones on this lower level. So, apparently this Anubis was a literal giant god that appeared back in the days of the Egyptians and the pyramids and all of that sort of stuff, and now has returned again, released the giants. I watched as the people brought the food and drink in their assorted baskets, platters, bowls, and laid them on the altar that was placed below the lower level of the thrones in which the Nephilim giants were located. Then, in horror, I watched as these people bowed and worshipped these giants. I noticed somehow from the back of the room that not all of the people were in a zombie-like state. You could see in some of their eyes fear, but with a look of hate and resentment. Also, they looked hungry. I felt these poor people were being herded and forced to pay homage to these giants and call them their gods. Although I didn't see any of the actual fallen ones, the demons, I felt the top row of the remaining three thrones belonged to them. The scene changed again. I see nothing at all, just blackness. Suddenly, I see a piece of paper being unfolded before my eyes, and when it's laid out flat in midair, I noticed it is a map of our world. I'm now hovering over it, and looking down upon the Middle East and Europe, I start descending down. I'm not sure where I am, but I've landed in front of a grand, opulent building. I have no other words to call it but a sprawling mansion or a castle that's bigger than anything I've ever seen on TV or in pictures. As I draw closer, I begin to notice that although grand, it is adorned with gargoyles and angels. I feel myself begin to move and pass through the front wall and begin zooming in. Now, here, there's something else just... You may be saying, why would God tell this lady this? I think it's a further confirmation that we are in the last days. Further confirmation that that tribulation is just around the corner. Maybe months, maybe a year or so, I don't know. But God has not told me when it starts. But see, the closer we get to an event, the more God starts speaking warnings and explaining it. And right now, God is screaming at us. We've had so many of these dreams and visions from people <laughs> confirming each other. Okay, let's go on. I feel myself begin to move, push through, pass through the front wall, and begin zooming in midair through many rooms. Abruptly, I stop. There is an eeriness to this place, and I felt great, great evil. Yet, I feel compelled to look around, and I do so cautiously. It appears that I'm in a very large throne room. The flooring, I notice, in the pattern of black and white squares. Now, the Masons have that same pattern. Matter of fact, almost everything evil has that same black and white pattern, where it's like a row of white and then a row of black, but they never touch. Anyway, let's go on. 
The flooring and oaks are pattern of black and white squares, each uh, alternating one from the other so that no two squares of the same color touched. Each square I would roughly estimate to be around six by six square, with each having a highly polished look. There in the floor lay a deep, plush, rich red. Now remember, and behold, I saw another great uh, sign in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon. So Satan's color is red. Of course, I might add, how come the Republicans have red? Republicans should have blue, because blue is God's color. Anyway, there on the floor lay a deep, plush, rich, red-colored strip of carpet. A runner that ran all the way up the center aisle on each side of the red-carpeted runner is a gold-embroidered trim that is around an inch wide, and I think it's actually made of spun gold. That is what I feel when I look at the gold trim. My eyes follow the plush red runner with his gold embroidery and then up to a very large, huge, massive golden throne. And I now see it is adorned with grotesque demonic figures. Then I notice that there is a man sitting on this throne. In horror and surprise, I let out a small involuntary gasp. There sitting on the throne with a golden crown upon his head is the man I know to be the Antichrist or the beast that I've seen in dreams and visions since 2029. Oh, Jesus, no, I hear my fellow self say in a low, trembling voice. Now, Revelation, in several different places, says the beast that ascendeth out of the bottom of the pit shall make war against them, talking about the two witnesses, shall overcome them, the body shall lie on the street of the great city, okay, it was all of that. So I've said many times, the Bible says that the beast currently is falling endlessly and helplessly in the bottomless pit. Okay, so what's he doing here? Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's not necessarily saying she's missed it here. Remember, Maurice Scalar also had a vision of the courtroom of heaven, where he saw Lucifer, and he also saw the Antichrist and the beast. And they were in their flesh-type bodies, like this is appearing here. So... What I suspect we're talking about, and of course, if you've got my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, I'll give you like eight reasons why I believe the Antichrist, the beast, will be a resurrected Nebuchadnezzar. Um, I don't want to get into that, or it takes too too long to get us off topic here today. Besides that, it's long. I'll, I'll be pushing to get through it. So what I suspect is going on here is, yes, the beast is falling endlessly and helplessly, in the bottomless pit. But when he ascends out of the bottomless pit, he's not born into a baby. He doesn't have to grow up. He immediately is a full-grown person into a body. Now, whether this is the body here and the flesh or the, the spirit is falling endlessly and helplessly or vice versa, I don't know. But we do know that there is a, an antichrist, a beast, and then in the middle of the tribulation, he's killed or appears to get killed. And then Lucifer literally comes in and inhabits him so that all the world worships the beast and they worship him. Okay. So how that all works out, I, I can't exactly explain. I'm not going to say she's exactly missed it here. The Bible is just not clear enough in that area so that we know for absolute certain how that all works out. So I believe what she's got here. But, of course, everything has lined up with the Bible first. Let's go on, though. His features are like looking into the face of pure evil. No longer held in check as the public cannot see him at this moment in time. We are alone, and I'm not sure if he can see me or sense my presence. He looks not only evil, but has the appearance as if he's drunk or intoxicated by something. What is it, Jesus? What's wrong with him? 
He seems eviler than I've seen him before. I said softly, or I said softly in a low murmur of voice. This time, my lovely Jesus responded almost immediately with the words to me, Daughter of faith, he is drunk on his own power. I look at him more intently. He's sitting and looking as if he is in deep thought, when suddenly he throws his head back and begins laughing. I've heard this laugh before, and it sends chills down my spine and causes the hairs on the back of my neck and my arms to stand straight up. My breath becomes shorter, my heart beats faster. He continues to laugh and laugh and laugh some more. Then I hear a voice that chills me even further down in my spirit, and I know it is the voice of Satan, my enemy, and the Antichrist puppet master. These are the words he speaks to Antichrist as I know in this dream he sits on this throne as world leader. You have done well, my son, causing Antichrist to laugh harder and harder. I feel in this dream that he has he is insane. He has gone mad from being so fully possessed by demons. Abruptly, this laugh stops, and I can see that his eyes still shine with intelligence and even brilliance. I can't help but think to myself that this man, regardless of who he is, must be tormented in his soul by these demons he calls friends. All of a sudden, he looks directly at me, and his eyes narrow into slits. There's no doubt. I know he can see me. I began, he began to speak to me, and each word dripped with malice and hate. Look at my world. The world grovels at my feet. Your God couldn't stop my rise to power. I was stunned and speechless because I had assumed that when he hadn't addressed me when I had first entered into the throne room, that I was unknown in his presence. I was sadly mistaken. He speaks again, smugly in his silky voice laced with deceit. It is I, and not your Nazarene God who rules this world, and soon I shall have every last one of your kind hunted down, tortured, and served for my dinner's guest's delight. What does the Bible say? And that they're basically going to be eating people. Revelation 18, go check it out. Last one, hunted down, tortured, and that's also the Christian purge. Now, right now, I believe we're in the Moloch and Baal worshiper purge. And if this purge was more successful, we would have more time. But apparently, it's not too successful because, again, some of the people start fighting against the government. So the people don't accept that God has given us a chance to purge ourselves of the Moloch and Baal worshipers, the evil in the nation. So consequently, when we fail at purging it, that is the internal revolution, Russians attacking, then the Christian purge begins. And as David Phillips saw in his dream, that the Antichrist commands all of the people that have taken the mark of the beast to go out and kill anybody that doesn't have it. Okay, That's what the Bible says, too. Then he began laughing, laughing again, but this time it had reached almost a hysterical pitch in fervor. Jesus, Jesus, help me. I prayed out loud. This man, the Antichrist, abruptly stopped his laughing. His eyes narrowed once again into slits, and he gave me a cold stare. You dare speak that name in my throne room? I have waited a very long time to get my hands on you personally myself, and now you are here. Your Nazarene has brought you to me, and now you have no way to escape. Stand your ground, I heard my sweet Jesus whisper in a powerful voice in my right ear. Stand your ground. Stand in me. 
This is not his full appointed time. His identity is not yet fully revealed. There's still a small amount of time left. Stand in the power of my name, O daughter of faith, and the power of my blood's covering. The sound of my lovely Jesus' voice and the reminder of where and who my power lay caused me boldness. Holy Ghost boldness began to rise up in me where originally fear had tried to come in. Before I knew what was happening, I found myself speaking boldly to the Antichrist as he sat on his grotesque golden throne. O man of sin, your full time has not fully arrived yet. You can't touch me unless God lets down his hedge of protection as he did with Job in the Holy Bible. I'm covered by the blood of my precious Jesus. He brought me here, and he is well able to protect me. I do not fear you, because you are a puppet to Satan, your master. And my God has already defeated your master over 2,000 years ago. At the mention of Jesus' blood in his name, Antichrist covered his ears, knocking his crown sideways on his head as he screamed out loud, Don't say that name. I am God of this world, not him. You will shut your, and said a curse word, you will shut your face. Jesus, 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 I began to say louder and louder and louder over and over again. It seemed, I noticed, to cause, to cause him to writhe in pain. Master, Father, I heard him cry out, help me. And I knew he was crying for Satan, but he did not answer him. He continued to cry out, almost sounding pitiful in his cries of desperation. He let Antichrist be continually tormented by my speaking boldly the name of Jesus. For I know truly to whom I belong and where my power lies in him, in my lovely Jesus. Then I felt a hand slip into mine. A, I felt electricity run through my hand and in my arm. I immediately looked up and I saw it's my lovely Jesus standing next to me with his pure snow white hair. His eyes were ablaze with fiery holdings. He looked lovingly at me and said, Come, daughter, you have seen enough of this part tonight. I smiled a slight my smile at him and then realized that there were tears in my eyes. I realized somehow through all of this that the man of sin, the Antichrist, at one time had to have been given an opportunity to accept Jesus or not. Now, I explained that in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, that why it was Nebuchadnezzar, what God was really trying to do with uh, putting Daniel in the lines, the, the golden statue, a lot of the, what he was really trying to do is get Nebuchadnezzar to see that he is the real God. Because obviously God knew that one of these days he was going to turn to become the beast and accept Lucifer, which of course he did. And I know some people say, oh, he, he got saved. No, he did not. Again, I explain that in the book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, prophecyclub.com. Let's go on. Though. Jesus or not, because the world tells us Jesus came to save all and wished for none to be perished. But he rejected my lovely Jesus and surrendered his soul to Satan. I'm able to push past the evil facade he is presenting in this dream. I see a tormented soul that has rejected God's love and Jesus' eternal gift of salvation. Please, Jesus, take me out of here. The man Antichrist must have either seen or felt Jesus' presence when he appeared beside me, because now he was no longer on his throne, but writhing on the floor as if in great pain. He is repeatedly screaming out, Father, help me, but no help came for him. With a simple wave of my lovely Jesus' left nail-scarred hand, the scene was gone. I found myself standing in the middle of my bedroom in the apartment I currently live in, and he, Jesus, 
is standing there with me. I'm physically trembling from all I had seen. Daughter of faith, what you have seen in your land is to come. This is what happens to a nation who forgets me, their God. It is a fallen one, a fallen land. Yet, even still, you have seen how my light and my love makes a difference in how you survive. I am your nation's only hope. Daughter, pray for the quick return of your nation's people to come back to me. No man knows the day or the hour of my return, not even I, but my Father only. So, you must prepare yourself. Prepare your hearts for persecution is here, and it's about to reach a higher degree than you have ever seen before. I've shown you hard things coming, in uh, my daughter, hard things. But should you be made to endure and see these things all come to pass yourself, then know this, you shall be able to endure and stand strong when you stay faithfully focused on me, Jesus above all else. My beloved daughter, you would not have to be born and raised at such a time unless I qualified you in, in me to stand. Now, I shall return you to another future once again for a look at your nation containing the parts you haven't seen in the first scene you were given of this dream. The scene changes. And once again, I'm back at the beginning of this dream where the two original groups were. The first group being those seeking to survive, the second group those who came in abused, tortured, and then partook of the people of the first group's flesh. There are people still located in this desolate, barren land. The land stinks and smells of decay and refuse, for there's no clean water to bathe in or clean oneself up after bodily functions. Evidence of death is all around. The people in this area, though not all the same as before, are now gaunter and sicklier than before with many no longer even having hair on their heads, except for some have a tuft of hair here and there. I noticed many of the people's flesh looks like very diseased and chunks of their flesh missing or in various places. There's other sickness, I can tell, but I'm not sure what they are. Some of these people's skin appears to be blackened. Well, the Bible says uh, in those days the, the the skin is all blackened. Apparently everybody on earth, when the sun gets seven times hotter, their skin goes black. So, you know, for you to write that, you would have to really know your prophecies. Some of these skins appear to be blackened and have bloated stomachs and remind me of a pregnant woman's stomach. While others are mere skin and bones, these people are sick and starving. Oh, Jesus, this is horrible. Please help them. I hear myself saying the dream next. I see the second group of people, the evil band of people who had different people with them also. But were not all bloated in their bellies, their stomachs, but you can still tell they're starving and sickly. Others I see are even sicker in their bodies and barely able to move with some bleeding of their lower body cavities. When I look at some of them, I see the words radiation poisoning, poisoning above their heads from all that had been dropped on their nation's soil and in their water sources. I noticed a sense of evilness had pervaded the land. Then I realized I see no more Christians, no more light shining in this now totally sin-infested lawless land where once was my beautiful country of America. Now, I do not believe in a pre-trib, mid-trib, or pre-wrath rapture, but I do believe that on Pentecost, the last Pentecost, which is about four months before Jesus returns as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the parable says those who are ready get to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. This may be what happens. Whether they're dead, whether they're alive, those that are ready get to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. 
it's not protecting them from testing. They've already been tested at that point. So that may be what's happening here. I see pagan worship, much like the earlier part of the stream in China, with the Nephilim and falling ones being worshipped in the knowledge that was so antichrist. Even ritual sacrifice of people were openly performed. My heart is broke. I hear a voice from the heavens speak these words, which are recognized from Revelation 18.23. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voice of the bridegroom and the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. In my opinion, that word sorceries is mostly talking about movies. It's also including music and printed matter, but it's mostly talking about the filth in our movies. There are other people I see in the words, pestilence and disease over their heads. Then I saw those who appear have been become mutated somehow. These, some of these have visible deformities, even with some having more than two appendages on them. Ah, Jesus. I cried softly to make my, to myself and ask, what of these with the deformities? Now, I tell you right up front, I can't read some of these words. If I say these words, they will close the channel. So I can't say them. So if you want to know what it's going to say, you got to read this part. So I'll skip some of the words. This time I heard this voice softly say to me, All these you see are those who left on earth, who has bowed down to the Antichrist and taken his mark. These with the more pronounced deformities and mutations you see are those who have taken the <clears throat> altering fake <clears throat> that has mutated their normal DNA into something no longer human, no longer mine. Hmm. But how did Antichrist Mark get here in the United States, and where are all the Christians? I didn't see that. No daughter of faith, you didn't. When he, the man of sin and lawlessness, was allowed to rise to power, and before he revealed his true demonic nature, he presented himself to the whole world as its savior. Through subtleties, deception, seducing words, and false peace, it was easily done. Then, with what, with what few cities remained partially intact, the mark was offered, and in the designated military safe zones here, too, people came eagerly from all over to receive the mark of the beast. Because of his great miracles and wonders performed by his false prophet and himself, in a time of utter hopelessness for the unsaved, he became their God. They took his mark readily. They took his mark readily. Better look at those words. They took his mark readily. For this mark has to be a conscious choice. In other words, you can't just sneak it on somebody. A conscious choice made by each person, knowing that their decision would be rejecting me forevermore. But what are your children? I asked, not sure if I was really wanting to know myself. Daughter of faith, they were hunted down for various reasons, some to eat, some for sport, some for thrill of killing someone, and some to exchange for food, because Antichrist had deceived the people into believing that they were the cause of why everything was failing and had failed. So he offered food to every person who brought him one of my children. Then he would use them for various sport or torturing and killing them in various ways. What most people didn't realize is when they exchanged, now listen to this carefully, when they exchanged one of my children for food, they were actually getting another of my children that had been tortured and murdered all wrapped up in a pretty package. In other words, the devil thought he was taking the kingdom when he killed Jesus. 
but he actually lost the keys to the kingdom when he killed Jesus. When they're killing Christians, they're thinking that it's a great victory for them. But what they're actually doing is giving a great victory to those Christians that are killed in the name of Jesus. That's horrible and evil, Jesus. I cried out in horror. Daughter of faith, at this time the man of Antichrist has become possessed by Satan himself, who is the root of all sin. Why does this surprise you when it's his hatred for me is so great that he would do anything to my children to cause me pain? I understand, Jesus, I said sadly. I'm finished now, Jesus. Is this all you wanted me to see, or I asked a little wearily. He smiled at me tenderly and said, No, daughter, there is more. Now, there is more. <laughs> so I'm going to, if the Lord wills, I will continue this tomorrow. But in the meantime, let me just say this. I think God has raised up Joseph's kitchen to have a place where his people can go to get long-term storage food, famine food, so that in the time of trouble, they'll be able to have their own food. And I do recommend that if you have already got an order, if it hadn't already arrived, it'll be coming shortly. And I recommend that you don't just put this off in the closet or in the attic someplace. As a matter of fact, it needs the, the wheat needs, as a matter of fact, all of it, I think, needs to be stored in a cool, dry place. But I recommend you start making bread immediately because you need to learn how to make bread. You don't make bread the same way in the winter as you do in the summer. You don't make bread the same way you do at sea level as you do if you live in the mountains. There's different things you have to learn about making bread. And there's just different things you need to learn. So I recommend you start making bread immediately. If you haven't already gone to josephskitchen.com, essentially what you want to do is go, and the first thing you want to order is a machines package that gives you the grinder that takes the wheat, turns it into flour, and then a bread machine is all part of the machine's package. Then you put it into a bread machine with the other ingredients, push about two hours, 20 minutes later, and have a nice, hot, steaming, wonderful loaf of real homemade bread, probably the best bread you've ever tasted in your life. It's very wholesome, very good for you. It might even be the thing that God intended humans to eat. Second thing you want to get is then how much food do you want? Yes, there is a one person, one year. Now, let me just explain. With most of your other uh, long-term storage or your emergency food or your survival food places, most of those cost nine to $10,000 for one person for one year. You got that? Nine to $10,000, one person, one year. At Joseph's Kitchen, you can get a, yeah, in the ballpark around $1,000, one person, one year. Uh, best way to do it is get the two-for-one package, in my opinion. That's two people, one year, for about $2,000. And you can also get a four-for-one for, I think it's about 3000 You can get food for six people for one uh, one year. I think that's about, well, I forget the price, three or 4000 Go Go check it out, josephskitchen.com, josephskitchen.com. Now, I need to tell you about an upcoming meeting that Leslie and I have been invited to, and I want to invite you to come to it, too. So this lady out of Columbia, Missouri, has contacted us and asked Leslie and I to come and speak at a GLOW. Now, many of you know that it was once called Women's GLOW, but this is both men and women speak. Don't get concerned about the name there. It's going to be us speaking at the meeting. Now, Who's Leslie? Well, Leslie is my wife. She's a prophet. 
and she's a real prophet. She's not a bless you prophet. She is a prophet like under the Old Testament prophets. She's going to be talking on finding the courage to lead as a warrior and a second talk stuck in a rut hut. Now, the first one is kind of giving us courage to fortify our heart for the difficult times coming. The second one is how to not get down and depressed in the trouble that's coming. And she's also got a meeting coming up, Train the Prophets. While it's not all just for prophets, it's for anyone that wants to be trained as a minister. And it's coming up April 21 to April 24. You go to traintheprophets.com, find out all about it. Then I'm going to be talking on two topics later on that afternoon. Noah's Ark confirms the Bible. We've talked about that, so I'll move on. I talked about it briefly. I'm going to be showing you pictures and everything. Also, I'm going to be talking about my new book, Miss the Mark, Don't Take the Mark of the Beast, show you what the Mark of the Beast looks like, the number of his name, and all of that. Now, if you want to go, it's April 2nd, 2022. Doors open at 9. I'll speak. Actually, let's talk from about 10 to about noon, and I take from about 1 to 5 in there. Registration is $25. That includes lunch. It's at the Drury Plaza Hotel Columbia East. You do have to call and make reservations. So to do that, go to prophecyclub.com. Terry Sock is a prophecy student, and he reads his King James Bible, and he believes in winning souls so much he is supporting the Prophecy Club so that we can win more souls. So if you want to support someone that loves prophecy and wants to win souls, I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com where you can get all sorts of precious metals, gold, silver, rhodium, palladium, and things like that. cornerstoneassetmetals.com I encourage you to sign up for Train the Prophets training class that will be April the 21st to April the 24th, 2022. It's not just for prophets, nor is it just for apostles. It's for all those that are called to be in ministry. So that's April the 21st to April the 24th, 2022. Go to traintheprophets.com. Sign up quickly because there is a limited seating. The good news is EMP Shield has devices the military testing facility says protect 100% against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges, backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. View simple video installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV. You can have electricity in a blackout. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card and it helps your prophecy. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend. 